So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 268. For October 11th, 2020, my name's Nathan Reed Spruce. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. What's up? I'm on new meds. Oh, you're on new meds. What what do what do they got you on? Uh, I honestly don't remember the name of it. Um, but it's an antipsychotic, and I don't really notice much. You don't so... know. You don't notice much difference. Right. Are you? So it's an antipsychotic. So are you a? psychotic person uh well supposedly it's meant to supplement the uh the chronic depression uh because i'm already on zoloft oh um, i see she's gonna put me on uh wellbutrin and then found out that wellbutrin and zoloft are uh, not a great combo so put me on this other stuff that i can't remember the name of and all it uh, all I did the first time I took it was make me really really tired, and right. this time I'm not so tired, but uh, I also don't feel any different at all. I have uh, I I don't have any medications right now, so I don't have to worry about that because you know I I don't have really have any mental problems. I don't think I I wish there was a pill that would make me motivated to do stuff. Like, uh, yeah. you, you ever sit at work and you're just like, I have a lot of tickets I could do, or I can watch YouTube and do those later. Boy, boy do I know how that goes, my friend. <laughs> uh, like, it's what's really pathetic is that I, I have that uh, problem every 20 minutes or so while I'm working, and yet I'm still the top performer in my in my group. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's kind of the same way with my current job. Is I am like it's not a hard job, but like I feel like I'm doing a lot better than I should be doing because like I was trying to watch the AMD presentation while answering phone calls, <laughs> and I still did okay, and I haven't got in trouble or anything. So it's just uh, I'll, I'll be moving on from that job in a week, but still. It's it's interesting how um, if you're really good at a job, you actually don't have to be motivated to do it. You just kind yeah. of you just kind of like wrote do everything out of memorization, and then they are like, "Oh, you're doing great!" And I'm like, "Awesome! I was playing video <laughs> games like half my shift." If you fucking say so, I'm not complaining. Exactly. I, I that that all the time. Whenever I was. Uh... Whenever I was a senior person a couple jobs ago. Yeah. I but, was like, yeah, no, I'm hiding in the closet to get away from people, which I was, but also at the same time, it made it a hell of a lot easier to fuck around all day long. Yeah, that's true. But here's my question. Where can we find you? Have you updated your website yet? I have not touched it ever. You need that, you not... need that pill. You need that pill that I want to give you motivation. Um, you know, so, sometimes I think about uh taking another taking another couple of Adderall and seeing seeing what it does i was thinking like uh, co coke cocaine yeah, yeah yeah you know now see um, my, my problem is i think i would do cocaine and then still not want to do anything i would just be up and be like what am yeah. i what do i want to do and it's like oh i'm not actually going to film anything or like <laughs> expand my knowledge i'm just gonna sit here and watch youtube at like three times speed that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> at least i can understand everything that's happening even at three times speed exactly uh, so uh aroa dot website that's where we find yep. you uh what games have you played this week well uh obviously as uh as you will would also claim uh played phasmophobia uh indeed there was there was an update that uh, didn't really, it didn't add anything. It was, it's just kind of fixing things. Fairly updated some of the networking code. And um, the only difference I noticed was that we only had to quit out one time because uh, we couldn't hear somebody. Oh, right. Uh, 
it was supposed to fix a lot of other things that uh, still happened. But hey, it is a one-man project. Can't really complain too much. Uh, it's very... It's strange because on the one hand, it's unfortunate that it has so much attention because it means there are going to be a lot of people who are very dissatisfied with uh, the way things are proceeding. But yeah. at the same time, it probably wouldn't have... It, it wouldn't be going where it's going to go if not for how much money the guy made off of it. So. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like uh, Among Us, which is another game you played this week. Uh, but Among Us, you know, it was made by a very small development team, and then now they're doing a bunch of updates because it finally got popular after two years. Yeah. So, which, you know, it's pretty To be cool. fair to them, they, they were updating it periodically, but now they have, they have not only... Uh, stated that they're not releasing an Among Us 2, which I think is a very smart idea to not do that. Um, but they are also going to be taking all of the ideas that they had for Among Us 2, and they're just going to put it into the original Among Us. And uh, hopefully that turns into a far, far better game over time, because I do think currently that has way more replayability than Phasmophobia. Um, yeah. I think that after the the... 20 hours that I put into it, Phasmophobia is kind of uh, done for me. Uh, I will inevitably still play it because the people I play games with are going to play it. But I would not, I would not personally be choosing to play it at this point. I think it's uh, everything yeah. when played out. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a pretty rote game. You go and you do the same things over and over again, and yes, yeah. I'm sure there will be updates that'll make it better. Uh, with games like that, I like to play them for like a week or two and then give them a few months and see how they've updated instead of just yeah. con continue playing them over and over again. Uh, so like we, we, we played Payday 2 for yeah. a while and Payday 2 has that same kind of thing where you go in, you do the same thing on the map every time, pretty much like some things are moving around, but ultimately your goal is always the same. And that game is incredibly engaging because there was just enough change every time to keep it engaging. And I think Phasmophobia just needs to find that. Uh, yeah. Apparently the random missions thing wasn't originally in the game. That was added as a patch uh, shortly after release. So I think as long as the developer has more ideas like that, which they are very active with uh, their community, there's a Trello board where you can publicly comment on Trello cards that the dev has on there. Yeah to kind of give suggestions and whatnot. Um, and they have a lot of really uh, good good plans, I think, for, for where they want to go. And uh, this is not their first game, I found out. There was, they actually had a game previously that is a five-player five asymmetrical VR desktop uh, multiplayer where uh, there are four players on a split screen on the desktop that are kind of walking around trying to uh, do things while the VR player is this giant uh, kind of surveyor robot thing uh, in the middle of this arena that is trying to figure out which of the uh, characters walking around in the rest of the world are um, players. And then he, he has to kill those players. Oh, I see. So it's it's kind of like Spy Party. Um, I was thinking I like you... I was thinking like um, the multiplayer from Assassin's Creed. Where, uh, where probably. You, well, yeah. So the multiplayer with Assassin's Creed is you know there's a bunch of NPCs, and your goal is to assassinate another person, but there uh, there are like there's like ten or twenty people in the in the match, and you have to hide from the people that are trying to assassinate you uh, by blending in, but also get the person that you're trying to assassinate. Uh, so it's it's kind you're trying to figure out who's the who's the human, and you can then kill yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a couple. There's a there's a G mod game mode that also does something like that. But yeah, so I mean, the developer. Um, has has experience in this they have built a fully functional game before so i have confidence in them um right. otherwise uh there's a thing on on steam right now uh, i don't remember what they're calling it 
the Steam Game Festival Autumn Edition. That's it. Okay. Um, you can get a ton of demos for various games. Um, I've played a few of those. Honestly, couldn't tell you the name of a single one of them because I just kind of play them once and then uh, remove them from my computer. I put a couple on my wish list, I think. Uh, one of them, not that I put on my wish list, was a Yacht Mechanic Simulator. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Uh, that was was something. Um, I, wish you could, I wish you could rig those so that they blew up and killed all the rich people. Now that, that's a game that I want. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I played that. That was uh, basically Power Washing Simulator. Um, also played a game called Contraband Police. Okay. Which, uh, so that was like a, um, it's like a first person papers please where you're like a border patrol agent for a made up country and you have to like you have to inspect people's cars and check their their documents match and everything and like you can cut open their seats and and check for contraband in there um very very reminiscent of paper please in the UI and the way that it's all set up but it's a lot slower it's not like um because where paper please's challenge comes in with how much you have to just kind of memorize what's what so that you can you can get as through as many people as possible whereas uh, at least in the demo it's a lot slower paced um and didn't really didn't really matter how long it took as long as you were very thorough and i liked that more um i think that's worth playing uh that's definitely good. worth checking the demo out uh yeah uh, check out some of those demos because there's there's a ton of them um i don't have any others that i can think of right now that i have played but i'm going to play more oh sonic sonic 2 is free oh yeah sonic 2 is free right now um on steam if you want to uh if you want to get that uh i think it is the i think it's a port of the mobile version too so it's it's the good one okay um gloomwood i played the demo for that um that's uh that was one that they announced at e3 i think um the devolver did uh it was uh the one of the games that they had like jokey websites for and i believe that one was the one that was thiefwithguns.com um because yeah it's thief with guns basically thief is a Uh, good game by the way i actually have thief i have a physical copy of thief gold Wow. For some reason. I also, uh, are you done? Are you done with all the games you're mentioning? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, just, just uh, check out Gloomwood because it's, it's pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, so I went to the thrift store, not this weekend, but last weekend, and I got a bunch of old Commodore 64 games. Oh. It was like 10 oh, bucks. That- uh no no they're all on uh five and a half inch floppies oh or five and a fourth i forget what it is but five inch floppies and uh five and a quarter inch yeah yeah something like that yeah and um the, so i got flight simulator 2 yeah the, nice. the original well the the second edition flight simulator so i finally have that at uh, but I can't use it because they got a bunch of Commodore 64 games in, but no Commodore 64. Oh, I was so you mad. Should picked up the, you should have picked up the one from the game shop here whenever you were down. Yes, I should have picked that up four years ago. Yeah. When I came and... That was four years ago, Aroa. <laughs> Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah, it is. So... I got a bunch of those games. I don't know the exact, I don't remember the names of all of them, but I do remember I got Flight Simulator, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I got, I, I played some Overwatch. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm pretty good at that game. Not great, but I, I can hold my own. And then I played some Knights of the Old Republic. By the way, still a great game. Why they have not made a remaster or a remake of that game, I do not know. They remake everything uh, it's else. Not, it's not allowed to be canon anymore. 
Oh, it's not? Mm-mm. But, well, no, it's got to be. Why? Because the Old Republic still exists. And the Old Republic... the Old Republic. The Old Republic ties into Knights of the Old Republic. The storyline does. Hmm. It's... And, and, yeah, so I believe that there is stuff... I think Knights of the Old Republic is still canon. The way... Like, some of it is canon. It's weird how they did it. Like... They they took away a lot of the expanded universe stuff, but also Knights of the Old Republic was never canon. I don't think. I don't know. It wasn't the the game. I don't think it was. I don't think so. Um, but I I have no idea. Uh, but in any case, they should at least remake or remaster the game because it's great, and the fact that they haven't is awful. Because as I've said before, the uh. The PC version is garbage. It just does not run very well on on PC. So they really need to make it. Uh, they they really need to make a good Windows version of that game. Just up. Honestly, all they have to do is they upscaled the graphics and re-released it. I would be okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's a great game. I I played uh watching the vice presidential debate. And um, that game sucks. It was uh, it was pretty awful. There was a fly that showed up in the game, and it just would not leave. Did you see that? No. So uh, it was a little bit over halfway through, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, wait a minute, what? What the fuck? Oh Mike? yeah, I, I yeah, I saw them. I saw uh, some like memes about it. Yeah, I was like, even, Mike, yeah. there's just a fly. Just a fly just landed on Mike Pence's head, and just stayed there, and <laughs> it was there for like five minutes. And I was like, holy, wait, am I the only one seeing this? Because there's a fly on his head. And I went to Twitter, and Twitter did not let me down. Um, one of them. One of the memes I saw was like a microphone held to the fly's mouth, and he's like, "I just couldn't stand by and listen to his lies anymore." <laughs> and um, I got like, I got really pissed off because there were a couple things that really pissed me off when Mike Pence was speaking. One, he opened his mouth, and two, some of the things he said was just outright ridiculous. Um. They asked him about climate change, and they asked if climate change was seen as an existential threat. And first off, he didn't answer the question. And secondly, he's like, well, the climate is changing, but we don't know how the climate is changing or what's causing it. And uh, my rebuttal is, yes, we fucking do. We've known for 50 years. Yeah, we've known since the 70s. And well, at least scientists have known since the 70s. And the scientists who did the reports were controlled by fossil fuel industry who buried the reports. And then uh, he also said that the Iran deal was awful because it, it gave lots of money to Iran, which was the number one state sponsor of terrorism in the, in the world, not the United States, but the world. And my rebuttal is that Donald Trump uh, vetoed a bill that was done by uh, Ro Khanna and Bernie Sanders. They used the War Powers Act to stop us selling weapons to Saudi Arabia, who is committing genocide in Yemen. And Donald Trump vetoed that. And Mike Pence is obviously part of that administration that vetoed that bill that is helping us commit genocide. So Mike Pence can go fuck himself if he wants yeah, to, but, if he wants to call out bullshit like that. But, uh, I ran bad. Uh, I, I don't think I ran as great, but there were a couple but things. I ran bad. Brown so, bad. Uh, but Saudi Arabia is Brown too. Uh, what is Saudi Arabia? Oh, oh, they get the oil. They give us oil. That's that's it. That's oil's what, good. Oil is good. And that's I like that's oil that more than I hate brown. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I Pence. am America. 
Thank you, Mike Pence. Thank you for being on the uh, on the podcast this week. <laughs> um, and then uh, I played some. What did I play on Friday night? Oh, I played a Moonlighter, and that game's okay. Oh, yeah, I saw you. Uh, saw you had that going. Yeah, it's all right. It's not. It's not amazing, but it's uh, it's pretty fun. How is it it's... compared to Wreck-It-Tear? Uh, you know, I like Wreck-It-Tear more. I think it's it's similar. Uh, there are there are things I like and don't like about it. So Moonlighter is set prices. Like you can go and you can get a guide that just tells you, okay, here's the price of this item. This is what you do, and this will the maximum profit without pissing off the the customers. And you can set those prices. In Reketeer, I liked that you could haggle a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of weird that they would just outright tell you that. Like, why even? Well, no, no, no. Like, I looked up a guide. I like you. Oh. Set, yeah. yeah, you can set the prices, but there's like a, and there is in Reketeer too, where there's an optimal price. But on the oh, other, but you're saying, like in Moonlighter, if they come in and don't like the price, they just won't buy it. Exactly. They don't really try to haggle okay. or anything. Um, and if it's too low, you can tell when it's too low. It'll give you like, uh, it'll give you indications of when it's too low or too high, so you can adjust your prices from there. But it's it, it's easier. You can just look up a guide and. Be like, okay, this one's sixteen hundred dollars or gold, and I'll put that up there. Oh, it sold for it's, exactly. It's that not much. like in because in Reketeer, the point is that you learn like what each character that comes into your shop likes and what they're willing to pay for things, and then you cater your shop around your your clientele. And and here's another kicker, is that um, in Reketeer, uh. Like, like there's you could get bonuses. Like, if you sell multiple things in a day, you'll get like more experience or some shit. I forget. Uh, and you can ruin that streak if that stupid little girl comes up. That stupid. There's a stupid little girl that's like, oh, I want this, and it's like a twenty thousand gold item, and you know it's worth that much. But then you're like, okay, well, I'll sell it to you for 10,000 gold. And she's like, oh, I don't have that much. And then she'll just walk out. And you're just like, it ruins your streak that you had. But yeah. I like both games. Um, I think that I think that the dungeon crawling is tighter in uh, Moonlighter. But uh, I still like the, the dungeon crawling in Reketeer as well. So they're both they're both pretty good. One of the things I don't like about Moonlighter is that you cannot expand your inventory. So you only have you always only have twenty slots uh, for when you're dungeon crawling. What so you can't you can't get a bigger bag. Omission. Yeah, you can't get a bigger bag or anything. So it's always twenty slots, which is really annoying. I looked it up. I was like, is there a way to expand? And then like everyone's like, nope, can't do it. Uh, and then, of course, we played Among Us. Uh, I told you, I said the story last night where I was playing with a group of friends last weekend, and um, they were suspicious of me. And so one of the guys was just like, I'm going to I'm gonna follow Reeton around because I'm suspicious of him. So if I end up dying, he killed me. And um, I did. I did kill him because I was the imposter. But in this particular game, we had two imposters. So I killed him, like, everyone left the opening area, and I killed him. And um, I was, I waited the 30 seconds for my cooldown to hit, or 25 seconds or whatever for my cooldown to be done. And then I was like, oh, if I see somebody else, I can kill them before they can report the body. And the other imposter killed somebody, and somebody found that body, and I was thrown off because I killed Wiskin. And I was so pissed because I wanted to kill more people, but they I couldn't do it. Um, and when we got into the chat, they're like, "Oh, Wiskin was following Reeton around, and Reeton, and Wiskin's dead now. What what happened to him?" I was like, "Oh, I killed him. He was annoying me by following me around, so I killed him." Uh, and oh, you can see through doors. 
found that out last night. Yeah, yeah, we learned uh we learned that. Yes, uh Aroa was fucking the imposter. Stupid bullshit. Yeah, fucking, Aro- the one the one fucking time that I was actually like kind of being successful as the goddamn imposter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's there's a couple things that I think you we should change when we play Among Us. Uh we might want to make more tasks, just like add a couple more tasks. That way so it doesn't end I, so uh, easy. Whenever I was the host, I was doing that. I don't think Katie has done that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I also think maybe we need to make the imposters' attack range like 0.5 bigger. Yeah, see, there was like... In the other game that I played, they make it so that the imposter like moves way faster and um they move way faster and their vision is way higher. And I don't think and there's a ton you, of tasks. I feel like making them move faster would be kind of dumb though, because if they move if you see somebody moving significantly faster than another player, you know that they're an imposter. Yeah, I think increasing the attack range might be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, yeah. We'll figure out, tweak things, and see how it goes. Um, and that's really all the games I played this week. I didn't really play much of anything else. So we're gonna move on and uh, tell me, or I have to tell you all where all to find me. I didn't even do that. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm Reeton everywhere. Go to at Reeton on Twitter, uh, Reeton on YouTube, uh, ReetonEntertainment.com, and you can follow my podcast pretty much everywhere at Reeton Podcasts. It's on, um. It's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon, it's on Google. It's everywhere. Even though they're getting rid of the Google podcast section, I guess, or something. It's Well, Google Play Music is going away. Is it? Oh, yeah. You didn't know about that? No, I didn't. Yeah, Google Play Music is dead um, as of November, I think. Why? They're, uh, they're moving everything over to YouTube. Um, oh. So... If there's going to be anything with podcasts on YouTube music, um, which I don't think there is going to be, uh, then it. yeah, it, it, it would be over there. But yeah, chances are uh, you'll just have to upload to YouTube if you haven't been. I haven't been. It's been, I did for a while, but it doesn't really get the views or, or listens that even even my normal uploads do. So it wasn't really worth it. So anyway, we'll uh we'll figure it out. Uh I'll hire an editor to do clips and post them. That's that's entertaining, right? People like doing that. Uh let's move uh, on. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we have to have entertaining moments for oh, that to shit. uh Yeah, I always forget about that part. I always oh well. We'll we'll figure something out. So, um let's talk about some we mentioned it earlier. You mentioned payday. And you mentioned that payday was um it's engaging enough and it changes enough that the missions are are fun. But I also think the variety of missions that they have is good because you have missions that you uh, that you can you go in blazing like you have to go in gun blazing, and then you have other missions which are way better to do stealthfully. Uh, and I think that that's the amount of missions that they have also make for that replayability because you're not just doing the same thing over and over again. You are, but at least there's like 20 missions you can get into. Yeah, but remember when Payday 3 originally, or Payday 2, it originally came out. Spoilers. There, there was like maybe eight. Yeah, there weren't a bunch. Uh, but we and got Payday 1, Jesus. Fuck, I, fuck there were five. <laughs> I, played that, I played that once, I think. Um, the thing about Payday 2, though, is we got really good at specific missions. Like we yeah. were really good at the bank missions. Those yeah. we could we could get those done on like the hardest difficulty and and not get seen, which was yeah, we pretty could do, amazing. We could full stealth a few missions. Yeah. Which was really good. Which was really good. It made us a lot of money. And I think they added in more difficulty levels since we've like kind of stopped yeah. playing. I, I think they added two more difficulty levels uh, since we last played. Yeah. But here's the thing. Payday 3 is a thing that's going to happen. And uh, Starbreeze has basically announced that they're throwing everything into Payday 3. Like, 
if Payday 3 does not do well, Starbreeze is not going to be a company anymore, I don't think. That's that's what I expect. And yeah. uh so they that's sent out a it. Yeah, they sent out a tweet uh it says access Payday Twitter man uh member count 100,000 request 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 received accessing CrimeNet connecting online time 13 or 1337 ha 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 status <laughs> status payday 3 uh it has been confirmed it's in the, the designed phase uh release date is to be announced and it is using the unreal engine so if you're listening to the podcast you might not understand that that's actually a pretty significant thing that they're using the Unreal Engine because they had their own engine. What was their own engine called, Aroa? Do you remember? Diesel. Diesel. And um, it was janky. Very, very janky. <laughs> uh, there were some good things about it, but uh, it, yeah, it was it was janky. And one of the good things about it was that you could have just so many dead bodies on screen at once. Like... Because you just killed people over, like so many cops would come in and you'd kill them all, and uh, the bodies wouldn't disappear, so they would just be everywhere. Um, it's good. It was good because everyone at Starbreeze had a generally decent idea of how to use the engine and how to get a lot of like good shit out of it. But the jank came with a lot of bloat and a lot of shit that they needed to develop. Like it, it, like every little thing that the engine didn't already have in it, they had to develop from scratch, and there wasn't like really any reference or anything that they could turn to or like plugins and whatnot like you get with something with, with an engine that has an ecosystem, a la Unity or or Unreal. Yeah. So, and like this article says, more than likely the reason for their move is because I I don't even know how many people at Starbreeze worked on payday two at the, at this point like how many people are still there yeah uh since it's, it's, i don't believe they're our publicly traded company we wouldn't really have much knowledge yeah. but i know that a lot of them went over to uh what is it nine barrels eight I, barrels i don't remember i don't nine chambers oh, i okay. think that's it so uh the, the people that, ma- that are making gtfo which seems to be successful enough yeah so like the thing about it is, um, not it's it, yes, as you were you were saying was that like if you're getting new developers, they're not necessarily going to know how to utilize the the diesel engine, at least within the first couple months. After that, they might get familiar with it and figure out how to do things. And I'm sure it would be if you're a good developer. If you're a good developer and the engine isn't complete shit, then you're going to be able to figure it out with some training. Is, is a, a pile of, of shit. Is yeah. The problem. But <laughs> also if, but if you're getting new developers coming in, they're going to know how to use unreal. Like, yeah. like if you're a game developer and even if you're a junior game developer, like fresh out of college there, you're going to know how to use Probably Unreal Engine. I would imagine it's got to be Unreal Engine at least. Unreal um, or Unity, either one. Yeah, Unreal Unity and maybe Cry Engine. You're at least gonna have some knowledge in those three, is yeah. what I'm thinking. And so, being hit with something like Diesel or some random engine that was created at the company probably isn't going to transition into a very easy to make game. And so going with Unreal Engine, I think, is a good idea. Um, I just don't know. Obviously, the assets are going to be able to cross over, like 3D designs and stuff. Uh, and also, like, you know, the masks and all that. That's going to cross over probably pretty easy. But how, like, are they, I guess they're going to just start from scratch on everything else. Like, all of the stuff, unless there was some more stuff that was able to cross over, like, they're going to have to build up Payday 3 from scratch, basically, which is not 
kind of how you want to do sequels? I don't know. I think I think that might be kind of a good thing because Payday 2 became such a bloated mess over yeah. time. Like, you look at what Payday 2 is now compared to even whenever we stopped playing, and there are way too many characters with way too many crossover abilities. There's just a lot of shit in there that doesn't need to be in there that probably, honestly, was put in there to make money. Um, well, I mean, all of the fucking microtransactions. Well, they they took they took those out eventually, but like all of that all of that DLC that they kept adding over time just really wasn't, in my opinion at least, was not worth what you paid for it. No. in most cases, and with Payday Three, it's probably a good thing that they can they can start with a clean slate and hopefully make something that's kind of more akin to how payday 2 felt whenever it first came out yeah Um, that came out in what 2011 2012 god it was forever ago i don't even remember uh and Um, also so reading here from the um the destructoid article apparently starbreeze has two upcoming games right now uh payday 3 and payday crime war crime war was announced like years ago and i haven't heard anything about it in forever uh yeah t- it was teased in 2016 and they ran a closed beta back in september 2018 and did you get into I... the beta no oh, okay. um yeah uh oh and then in 2019 uh, Overkill announced that Payday Crime War was canceled because they couldn't find a publisher. But then the CEO of Starbreeze says that no, it's it's not uh, canceled. They're just it's on hold until they can find a publisher. So yeah, it's a mobile we'll, uh... game. How fucking hard is it to publish to Google App Store? Well, I guess they they need they need money from a publisher to do like marketing and to like justify the budget that they're putting into the game. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. From what I'm reading, it doesn't sound like anyone would have gotten it anyway, because it's a tactical game and that's not what I want. All right. So, uh, let's move on to our next story. This is one Connor brought up. Uh, Connor's not here today. But we're going to talk about it anyway because it's kind of silly. So apparently, chastity belts still exist, and they, um, they are used. Uh, from reading this article, I guess they are used nowadays as kind of like a, a domination thing. So mm-hmm. you can like control when you and your girlfriend or boyfriend do get busy. Like when when they are allowed well, to have sex, they're also generally kind of painful, and yeah. uh, and also uh, in in many cases will actually prevent you from getting an erection uh, by keeping the blood from flowing in, uh, which makes it extremely painful. Ow! So yeah, uh, apparently somebody hacked a bunch of these newfangled chastity belts and made it so that they were always locked. Yeah. uh, I'm not sure of like the complete details, but uh, they use Bluetooth and anything that uses Bluetooth and is produced uh, by some shifty Chinese company. uh, You got to be real skeptical of uh, whenever it's supposed to like be any kind of locking mechanism. And, uh, yeah, in this case, uh, turns out that you can quite trivially uh, just keep the mechanism locked wirelessly. I think they did an update which fixed it, but so like any the, you, have to, uh, you have to do a firmware update for your chastity belt, Aroa. <laughs> the Sex is... Toys app has been fixed by its Chinese developer after a team of UK security professionals flagged the bug. Great, great, and it does uh, say here at you, the there's end. There's also 
There's oh, also okay. a workaround where you have to uh, you have to cut open the case to uh, get to the logic chip and bridge a couple of wires. So it says here, this we're not going to talk about this story for very long. We're going to move on. But the last line of this, or the last, yeah, the last line of this uh, article says, and this article is from the BBC, says, uh, it noted uh, one online reviewer who appeared to have got it locked due to an unrelated bug said that he had been left with a bad scar that took nearly a month of recovery. I don't want there to be a month of recovery there. Unless it's <laughs> unless it's for other reasons, but I do not want a month of recovery in that in that particular field. Ew. Let this just reaffirm what I've said for a while. What many people who are technically minded have said for a while. Uh, don't get something that is smart that has no business being smart. Don't don't get a connected fucking toaster you don't need that uh something i i don't think we covered it um but there was a coffee maker recently that uh an image of it kind of went around because someone had uh someone had gotten root access on a linux powered coffee machine uh and was fucking ransoming the coffee machine they they put up a message that said, if you want your coffee, send Bitcoin to this address. And it had a Bitcoin address on the on the little LCD readout. Okay, that's... Why? You don't need a fucking Wi-Fi coffee machine. You don't need it. Well, same, they have, like, they have Wi-Fi toasters and stuff now, too. Which yeah, doesn't make that's what like, I... Uh, yeah, like, you, don't, you don't need it. And it, all it is is just offering yet another way for someone to get into your shit. I like watched it... I watched a review. Uh, the guy was like, I got a $20 toaster and I got a $300 toaster. And the $20 toaster worked better. <laughs> and like, if you are, if it is something that you really see adding some kind of value to your life, which... For fuck's sake, a smart chastity, just open a latch. Yeah. yeah the, the, the lady just holds a fucking key. You don't need it to be Bluetooth. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, if it is something that you insist on, at least look into who's producing it. Yeah. And if it's coming from a company that has never made anything before, and this was just getting produced like in the last three months... Maybe consider looking into what other people have said about it. Maybe look into some of the people that run the company. Well, Find I out think if it's a shifty piece of shit. Well, I think part of it is from reading the article. It sounds like um, you use Bluetooth to lock and unlock it. However, the re the request has to go through their servers, and so you send the request to their servers, and then it unlocks it. <sighs> And so that's what was causing it was somebody was able to get into their servers and just lock them all. You don't need a chastity belt. You know what? You know what you do need. Me. We need to move on from this. We need to stop <sighs> talking about chastity belts, uh, and we need to start start talking about Zen Three. Do Are you excited? Make you uncomfortable, Nathan? No, they don't. I just I don't want to scare away our fan. Um. <laughs> So, we we have Zen three. We have some some A and D A and D A M D processors uh, to talk about. Did you watch this event? It was only half an hour long. I all I I know about it is that the new processors beat Intel in single core performance, and that's a pretty big deal. It really is a pretty big deal. And now everyone's making fun of Intel. I see. Here's the thing, though. I'm pretty sure Intel will come back and be like. Hey, look, we beat them by three points now. Ha, ha, ha. And it's just going to be... I, I don't know, man. How long have we had, what is it, 14 nanometer or whatever uh, with Intel? And they just insist on not moving to they, a smaller die? They won't even move to 10 nanometer. I don't know what's wrong with them right now, but... They're on, like, Coffee Lake plus, 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 plus now. So, yeah. like... 
I don't know. So uh, we've got we've got four new processors listed uh, from AMD, and AMD is they're really making me want to build a new computer. Is what they're doing. <laughs> um, we've got the AMD Ryzen fifty six hundred X, which is their six core twelve thread processor. Uh, that's three hundred bucks. Not bad. Not bad for a. They did raise the prices, by the way. The prices are higher than the Zen two, uh, not by a huge amount, but they are they are higher than they were previously in previous generation. Yeah, but you look at the performance improvement and even the efficiency improvement. Yeah, and uh, that's a goddamn. That's a sixty-five watt part for six core twelve thread, which is pretty good. Uh, we've got the i the the Ryzen seven fifty eight hundred X, which is four hundred forty nine dollars. Um, that's eight core sixteen thread, which is, I think, really good. I think eight eight core sixteen thread is, if you're gonna be streaming or anything like that, you should have eight core sixteen at this point, because the six twelve just isn't going to cut it as much for streaming and stuff. Um, we've got the uh Ryzen 9 5900 what is OBS even multi-threaded uh yeah OBS and XSplit are both multi-threaded they will use as many threads as possible so it is better to have more threads and better speed obviously but yeah they're both multi-threaded okay um because it's 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 if you're doing CPU compression the CPU compression will use up all the cores yeah, but nobody uses CPU compression. I I do. Why? I use oh, because you have a dedicated streaming PC. That, yeah, that's why. I have a dedicated streaming PC, so I don't have to use NVENC. Bleh. Um, we've got the Ryzen nine fifty nine hundred X, which is five hundred forty nine dollars, and that's twelve core twenty four thread. Uh, which has a clock boost of four point eight gigahertz. Which is pretty good. They 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 can't hit nine or, or nine. They can't hit five gigahertz. They're still stuck well, at like four point eight, four point nine. Yeah, I mean you're still hitting the heat barrier at some point in there. Right, right. Like, uh, and that's five forty nine for the twelve core twenty four thread. And then they're also coming out with the fifty nine fifty X for eight hundred dollars, seven hundred ninety nine dollars. It is sixteen core, thirty two thread. Uh, with a max boost clock up to 4.9 gigahertz and a default TDP rating of 105 watts. So I really want that 5950X. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that the uh, I think the 5900 is probably the the price to performance ratio like that is the best among them. Probably um, either the fifty nine hundred X or the fifty eight hundred X. Both of those would do really well. Uh, Twelve core twenty four thread is really cool, but realistically, you don't really need more than the eight sixteen at this point. Like, I really think that a vast majority of people would be fine with the fifty six hundred. I really oh, yeah. do. Ninety percent of people. I'm talking about us, not not the majority of people. We are not the majority of people. We mm -hmm. are. Well, even we are stupid like uh yeah i was gonna say like like really do we need need eight and eight cores no do we need we don't need 12 cores like we'd yeah. be fine with six core 12 thread it, like that's what i'm running right but, now it's 12 core or i'm sorry uh six core 12 thread yeah. i still have the 8700 so, so it yeah, it runs I'm, fine i'm on eight core 16 thread and like i'd be i'd be fine with slightly less power like see but i'd if, be fine with this yeah i do like the idea of if i got like if i was to build a pc right now which i'm not going to i'm going to wait and see what amd has to offer on the graphics card side but if i were to build a pc right now i would pr and and i had unlimited like i had enough money that i could do it um, I would probably get the 5950X just, just cause, and then the, uh, NVIDIA 3080 
as my graphics card. Yeah. And then just build around I mean, if, those two parts. If money is not an object, sure. Uh, right. Like, and if I, if I, if money was not an object and I wanted to wait on anything, I would want, like, I, I want to follow up to Threadripper that runs on this architecture. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty. Like, I, I'm I sure wanna, they'll do I want, it. Like, I want 64 core 128 thread. <laughs> The only the All only problem with 4.8 gigahertz. The only problem with that is how how would that do in gaming actually? Because most games not much. Like <laughs> like the thing. 16 core 32 thread is pushing it for yeah. gaming. Uh, well, but because most video games aren't taking advantage of the the multi-threading, like single core performance is still what matters. But that's kind of the big significant thing with this announcement is that they are they are beating Intel right now in single core performance. And that was Intel's thing. Like that was why they like if you if you wanted advice on if you purely just play games and only want good frame rates in games, you're all you're always better off buying Intel because they do better on single core performance but or single thread performance but in this case with even single thread you're still getting super high performance you uh it's i think they said the first processor ever the 5900x is the first processor to get over a 600 in cinebench that is that is pretty the, awesome on the single core uh benchmark which is, yeah that's fucking incredible yeah um and and i re like I hope this kind of kicks Intel in the butt to actually release a product that's not just a new iteration of the same Coffee Lake or Sky Lake processors that they've been releasing. Like because that's, that's kind of what makes me think that what if Intel isn't really like maybe they're not doing what they've always done, where they've just gone, yes, let let AMD try, let them, let's see what the what the children do, it, like. Maybe they actually don't have a, a response right now. So they also, at the very end of the conference, showed off the uh, the new Ryzen, or I'm sorry, the RX 6000 series of video cards. And they showed off some performance numbers uh, in 4K. And I don't have them all memorized, except for I do have, they had... Borderlands 3 running at 4K with ultra settings and it averaged 61 frames a second. Which I guess the 3080 can do that at like 70 frames a second. So they're not as good as the 3080 is. But however, if yeah, if they can cost like $400 or even $500, match the price of the 3070 but get more performance than the 3070 that will yeah. be good so we'll have to wait and see the exact performance like wait until the reviews come out and people actually look at the gra graphics cards and say whether or not they're going to be you know worthwhile to buy there are a lot of features i like in nvidia cards that just aren't there for amd cards like that right. whole nvidia broadcast thing that they have. I think that's a really cool idea. And you can't run that on an AMD card. Same thing with RTX voice. Can't do it. Um, sometimes. Still, um, sorry. We still have game works in a lot of games. Yeah. Like, uh, we've got a lot of games that are supporting. Uh, was it Ansel? Yeah. And, um, and also another thing we need to see is how their art uh, ray tracing works. Yeah, we still haven't seen anything out of their hardware ray tracing solution. And um, was it uh, the thing with um, input latency that NVIDIA just came out with? Uh, oh, yeah. Multiple, multiple games now are coming out with support for that. And that is a pretty big, like the for the esports scene and like the hardcore crowd like that's going to be a pretty big difference in in terms of like whether they want to go amd or or nvidia 
Yeah. So, but it should be noted that I believe AMD hasn't had the highest, like they haven't had the best processor for gaming in like 16 years. Yeah. Since like 2004, they haven't had the best processor processor for gaming because they did have, um, before their core two duos came out, they actually, AMD was actually better than Intel on single core performance during the Pentium four slash whatever the AMD was on. Uh, and AMD was just better at processors back then. And then the core two duo came out or the, the, the dual cores and it just killed everything AMD was doing. And they've been playing catch up ever since. Well, they, uh, they caught up. Yeah. Um, It's going to come down to like the, the only way I see Intel really like springing back from this and hitting AMD with any real weight would be a complete architecture redesign like they they're going to have to do something on the level of like probably on the level of going from pentium to to core i think uh, i it, like i don't know how they they catch up outside of of something major like that or like jumping all the way down to seven nanometer in in one generation going from 14 to, to seven. They and... they need, well, okay. They're going to go to 10 nanometer next. They're going to go from 14 to 10. The thing is, I still think that Intel's, their designers are better. Like I think that the people were like, cause up until now, 14 nanometer has still won on single core performance. Intel's 14 nanometer has still been better than AMD 7. But is it is it stuck at 14 because of the design of the architecture? Yeah. Because like there like, has to be a reason why they aren't making it any smaller because well, then there's they have 10 nanometer chips. They're in laptops. They just have oh. not released desktop 10 nanometer chips for some reason. And so... It appears like, to be probably yield, I would imagine, what has to do with when you make a giant platter of CPU dies, are, are 50% of them bad? Is that the reason? Or like, are you or just are not- just holding back intentionally? Yeah. There's got to be a reason why this is happening. Um, maybe they just don't care about the gaming space anymore. Maybe they just don't. They're, they, they're okay with giving some of that up and just pushing their area of focus onto servers and business clients. But even there, they're losing is the thing. They're get, Yeah, they're getting hammered. I, there's got to be something they're doing. Maybe they're they, putting all their focus into graphics cards. Yeah. All of it. Uh, Everyone like, working on graphics cards. It, it it has to be that either they have an ace up their sleeve that they're just they're biding their time and trying to finalize it so that they can come back really hard or they are in full panic mode. Yeah. And I I don't I don't think we have any way of knowing what which one is which. Does Intel have a conference release uh, announcing their new processors anytime soon? I think that they did that already. They they did that to beat out AMD. Oh, because uh, they they did that to talk about how like uh, AMD's products are bad and we're cool because we're Intel. That's that's pretty amazing. I I'm really looking forward to uh, the new Zen processors and the new uh, graphics cards. I want to see how those work. Um, and hey, if I uh, if I make enough money, I might just build myself that. Three thousand dollar computer I've always wanted, and not not to not to mention, um, you remember Intel was the company that was like, you know, benchmarks don't really mean anything. At, yeah, at the end of the day, and so, like, and that's pretty that's pretty like scary language for for a company to be be saying if you're a shareholder. I so that's, 
So I was in like 2007, 2008. I went to the uh, PDX LAN party. And do you know what PDX LAN is? Ever heard of it? No. It is, it's still going on. I mean, obviously right now with everything, it's not, but there for a long time, it was it was still going on where every year, uh, 500 to 1,000 people would go in to a giant conference center, like a giant meeting place, and just play games. And we'd show up and, you know, it was it was half playing games and half trading media like TV shows and stuff over the network. But uh, because Intel is based in Oregon, and this was a giant LAN party that people would pay to go to, Intel would sponsor it and give away like $20,000 in stuff every year. So they had a guy from the marketing team who was doing like a question and answer type thing. He was showing off the new products back then. Like, oh, we got this core two or quad two core whatever that came out. Uh, And he had said that back then they had a processor designed that just for testing purposes that had 80 cores on it. So they've been, they could have done that way back then where they could have got, you know, 64 or yeah, 64 core, 128 thread processors. Um, but they've just been holding back, I think on, on releasing that. That's why between what was it? 2010 and 2018, 2017 and Intel just released four core eight thread. That's it. They didn't increase the core count at all for like seven or eight years. And so I think they really are just holding back and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if that's still kind of their philosophy or if they're actually planning on switching that around here soon, because if they don't, they're losing market share pretty heavily right now. But not 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 even just because of that, because uh, AMD has gone to the point where they have over 25% of all CPUs used on Steam, which, yeah, they still are only at 25%, but that's a lot bigger than they were three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, their graphics cards, if they can compete with, compete with NVIDIA, is really good. And... They're in the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. So AMD is in a really good position right now to make boats boatloads of money. Uh and that's that's only a good thing uh from a competitive perspective, especially if it kicks Intel and Nvidia kind of in gear to either uh lower prices or sell better products. Which maybe that's why NVIDIA's having some of the... Like, they have the 3080 priced at a good price. They have the 3070 is going to be priced at a good price. And I, you would be foolish to think that Intel didn't know what, in, or what AMD was doing and AMD didn't know what NVIDIA was doing. Like... There's got to be some crossover, and I know you're not. There's NDAs that you sign, and people aren't supposed to talk to the company. Oh, well, but come yeah, on! But they yeah, totally everyone, knew. Everyone always has people on the inside. Like, yeah, so they totally knew what each other was doing, which I think is part of the reason why Nvidia might have altered the prices of their graphics cards from the last generation. Maybe they knew that AMD was coming out with a card that was, I don't know, maybe 10% slower than the 3080, but they were going to price it at 600 bucks. So would you rather pay, you know, 550, 600 for a card that can do almost as much or pay more for that card that's going to, that A, is is going to do maybe 10% better, and B, you probably can't actually get because there's no availability on the 3080 still and it's been like two or three weeks now has it been has it been a month yet uh i don't think so no no not not we got another week 
But still, it's been like three weeks and there's no availability. The tracking site that I've, I've been following, like there are some sites that haven't updated their stock since like the er, like since the day it launched and that was it. So I I am not very happy with uh with with Nvidia right now and their availability. Also, uh side note, uh <laughs> Nvidia isn't selling their graphics cards anymore. Like Wait, what? They're they're not selling their Founders Edition cards on their website. They're doing it oh. through Amazon and Best Buy. I... Which is silly. Did anybody really like buy Founders Edition cards anyway? Uh, apparently a lot of people because the site crashed. Oh, I yeah. guess a lot of people just wanted the cards. Actually, cause... I guess the I guess the Founders Edition cards, um, on this generation were actually better than a lot of the third party cards because the third party cards used a worse power delivery. And so if you tried to overclock, it would just shut down. It wouldn't work because it would be trying to grab enough power, but it wasn't actually able to get that power. Uh, and oh, NVIDIA's... yeah. I remember seeing stuff about that. Now yeah. that you say that. And NVIDIA's own design that they worked, they, they created like the, uh, they created the design spec and then they went and created their own card based on that tweaked and made sure that it was working with the correct power delivery and stuff. Uh, but the like EVGA and uh, some other card companies used lower quality power, uh, power it draw. The, uh, it was the capacitors on the back of the card. Yeah. And it just wasn't working. And so if you tried to overclock, it wouldn't work and it would crash. Yeah. That's uh that's bad design guys. Which is also a, t a telling reason why you should not buy things at on launch day. Yeah. Because there's going to be trouble. Anyway, uh, we're pretty much done with the with the podcast. Uh, I want to thank you for being here, Aroa. Yep, I, I was here all right. I definitely was paying attention most of the time. Some of the time. Yeah. Hey, those drugs are not helping. Uh, I will no. be back. We will be back next weekend talking about some more stories. Hopefully... Hopefully some good ones that aren't about chastity belts. Uh, I will see you next week, Aro. Thank you. Mm, bye. Bye.